Welcome back to the Celestine Diaries podcast, guys. Today, I am so pumped because I'm going to be talking about my experience with my uh, Reiki training that I had this weekend. So I am actually now a certified Usui Holy Fire 3 Reiki Level 1 and 2 practitioner. <laughs> and Reiki is something that I've always been interested in since the beginning of my spiritual awakening. Um, but it was not, it was something that I actually really heavily resisted. I kept feeling a pull to go in this direction. And I even had um, other people, other um, mentors that I look up to tell me that I, you know, this might be a good fit for me. But for for whatever reason, I just really wasn't interested in it. So finally, after all of that badgering and stuff and in my face kind of nudges like you should do this. Um, I signed up for a course this weekend and took it and uh, I loved it. It was, it was incredible. <laughs> the amount of validation I got for all of the different things that I've been kind of struggling with in my own personal journey, it, it was just absolutely mind boggling. So we're going to talk about all of the crazy experiences and all of, you know, just kind of the rundown of what Reiki is in this podcast. So real quick. Right before we hop into that, just a little housekeeping, be sure to hop over to my website, uh, www.halcyon.studio. If you're interested, and um, you can view the podcast there if you want, or there are also uh, several journal entries, like a blog kind of thing going on, and I'm slowly adding more and more content to that. Um, I'm a stay-at-home mom for those of you who don't know, so... It's a little hectic and my schedule isn't very consistent. So sometimes I get a lot of content out and sometimes I don't get so much, but it is what it is. So <laughs> so there's the blog there just to kind of talk about some personal experiences. And then I think I'm also going to cover, you know, just regular topics. Um, I want to explain some, some um, moon rituals and things like that. But anyways... You can hop on over the site for that. There's also some jewelry. I offer intuitive readings. And yeah, so um, I think I'm just going to leave it at that because I really want to hop into the podcast. So here we go. <laughs> okay, so I don't want to take too much time actually diving into um, what Reiki is because I really want to spend a lot of time just um, talking about my, my personal experience with this training that I had this weekend. But for those of you who are unfamiliar with Reiki, Reiki is a healing technique based on the principle that a therapist can channel energy into the patient by means of touch to activate the natural healing processes of that patient's body and restore physical and emotional well-being. So that's a very long wordy definition just to say that as a Reiki practitioner, the idea is that you have the ability to channel source energy, source universal or Reiki, as they call it, energy, um, through yourself and into a patient. And that that energy um, goes to where it's needed the most and offers that person a spiritual, physical, and emotional alignment. So if you look cross-culturally or at several different religions, um, many religions actually talk about this same kind of process, but call it something different. So I know in particular that in the Christian kind of um, world, they call this the laying on of hands. 
And I mean, you can look, look stuff up. It's amazing to see just cross-culturally how consistent these themes are, you know, especially when they span like several centuries. It's just, it's interesting. This has always been around. This is not a new topic whatsoever. So, so it's that laying on a pants kind of process. And I like to think of Reiki as something to be used in conjunction with modern medicine. So continue to go see your therapist and go, you know, go to physical therapy, go, go to counseling, go to, you know, I mean, you, you wouldn't use Reiki as a sole means of healing yourself from cancer. Like it's something that I personally think that it's more something that heals on a spiritual level or an emotional level, which then helps to ease and um, quicken the healing process for the physical manifestations of those um, internal issues. So it definitely can do physical healing for sure. But I'm not saying to stop all your doctor's appointments or to never go back to the doctor or anything like that. So and again, as always, I highly, I highly encourage you guys to do your own research and look into these things because I really like just sharing more of my personal experience with this stuff. And sometimes um, the best way to actually learn about a topic is to do your own diving into that topic. So there you go. All right, so let's hop into it. If you need to pause this podcast, get yourself a hot drink because the rest of the podcast is just one big giant story time. Okay, so I'm at a point in my spiritual journey where I feel like I've had my toes dipped in all sorts of different areas, um, and a lot of my development has been internal. So I, I've, it's almost as if things happen for me or in my own life without me knowing that they're actual things. <laughs> Does that make any sense? So for instance, like I'll experience some sort of uh, crazy astral travel adventure and then after that experience um look it up online and see that that's an actual place or an actual um kind of thing that I experience it's not just a one-off part of my imagination type of thing it's a real thing and the same goes for all sorts of different areas like I remember one time I was meditating with um crystals in my hands different stones and I I was able to go deep into this really vivid um journey with one of my spirit guides and I noticed that my hands were like throbbing with this intense intense kind of um electric feeling it's almost like somebody holding up really concentrated uh static electricity uh, directed right at my palms and my fingertips and I didn't know at the time that like that's an actual thing I just thought oh that's that's weird you know but Turns out that that's an actual thing. That's that's you um, sensing and feeling the the uh, the vibrational frequencies of those stones. And me, as a natural healer, I'm able to really pick that up, and it manifests as you know that vibrational sensation. Um, and it's like undeniably strong too. Like this is this is one of those things that. I don't have to question like, am I making this up? Is this in my head? Like, am I just trying to place that there? It's like this out of the blue, strong, buzzing kind of sensation in my palms. And again, at the time, I had never heard of anything like that. I didn't know that something like that existed. So, um, and I'm really grateful for that because by experiencing all of these different things myself first, 
um, when I end up researching later or information suddenly comes at me that validates those experiences as being real, true kind of events, it's all the more encouraging that, you know, I'm not just fucking crazy. <laughs> like, <laughs> this is real, you know, and other people, thousands of other people experience the exact same things. And there's scientific kind of um, explanations for every single thing. So that gets a little more into the metaphysics, uh, which I love. So maybe one day we'll dive a little into metaphysics. But um, yeah, so with healing in particular, I've I've visited several of my like spiritual mentors that I look up to. And they all said that, like they all said without knowing each other, (laughs) like, oh, you've got a lot of purples and blues in your aura. Um, And they were able to see that uh, on my mom's side in particular, a lot of this stuff goes back several generations, particularly for the women. Um, I know that we had a couple spirit, there was a spirit medium and um, a couple other of the women were very, you know, psychically inclined. And I'm not sure about the healing, but they, they, they all told me that I have healing hands. I don't know if that goes back in my family. I'm assuming it does, but um, they were all able to kind of pick up these blue turquoisey kind of colors, especially around my hands. And they said, um, this is something that you would naturally really be good at. So you should look into it. So again, after a lot of fighting with myself, I was like, okay, what the heck? I have nothing to lose. Nothing bad can come from this. So I'm going to go take a training course. So that's what I did. And right off the bat, I get into the room on Saturday and it was, it was an incredible environment. Like there, I I think I was the youngest person by like 20 years at least, (laughs) but I didn't feel out of place at all. It was just automatically this sense of community and this sense of love and this sense of, you know, everybody here is here for the exact same reasons, you know, um, and we all get each other. <laughs> like, you, it was fun because you could speak freely without having to preface, like, okay, this might sound crazy, or I'm not sure if you guys have experienced this, but, like, we all were in the same boat together, and that was very encouraging. So, um, side note, if you guys are ever struggling with something, especially, if, like, a spiritual matter, like, on your own spiritual journeys, uh, one of the best ways to get about those, you know, those those feelings of uneasiness and stuff is to just get out there and find people that you can really um, talk to and explain your experiences with. So anyways, walked into this room and there probably were about seven or eight other people there, other students. And like I said, they were all wonderful, like absolutely like the most pure souls all the way through and through. You could just tell by looking at them. So we had our class it was about five hours each day and we'd start off the day with um some pretty cool dancing to some tribal music i'm not gonna lie at first i was like this is a little weird but (laughs) but when i actually allowed myself to let go and it wasn't like crazy dancing all over the place it was just like a little bit of swaying and you know like normal dancing kind of stuff to some pretty funky tribal music um it was fun. It was it was invigorating, and it, the idea was to get the energy going and to 
just start get it flowing. And during that time, we were supposed to really think about our positive affirmations and just find a place of empowerment and to find our center and to get grounded. So that was a cool experience, you know, just to feel that energy come alive. And I noticed that during that time, my palms started to feel really tingly again. Um, and then interestingly, uh, several minutes later, my teacher was like, oh, anybody else feel that tingling in their palms? Like you can really feel that there's good positive vibes in here. And I was like, oh, yeah, I can feel that. That's cool. <laughs> so then each day we did two deep meditations. I believe it was two each day. Um, and throughout all of these meditations, it was just such an incredible experience, not only for myself, but for everybody else in the room. And it was really validating for me because when when I meditate um, at all or, or even just, you know, anytime I just sit down and focus and close my eyes, I'm off somewhere else. And it's as real as if I'm, you know, s sitting with my eyes open. So when I meditate, it's it's as if... And I'm not sure if I'm using the correct terminology here. Uh, I, I want to say that it's an astral experience, um, but maybe there's a more proper term for what I'm trying to describe right now. But again, like I, when I close my eyes or when I get into a calm meditative state, instantly I see myself in the spiritual plane. And it's not even like looking through my third eye. Like, you know, when, when you sit down and close your eyes, um, and you look through your third eye, it's, it's almost as if you can kind of see the room as is, but looking at yourself from a different perspective. So I, it's, it's not that, it's not that type of sight. It's different. It's, it's, it's a more elevated perspective, if that makes any sense. So for me, it's like, it's, it's this sense that I am not here, I am somewhere else. <laughs> and I've always felt really, really unable to properly explain that um, to other people. And coming into this course was so exciting because I know that there were at least two other people in the room who could very clearly kind of describe what I was describing. And, um, and, and when I'm in those places, it's not necessarily just me. I often see my guides. Um, I see people who I know have crossed over. Like a lot of the times I'll, I'll see rooms of people um, and sometimes I see their faces and sometimes I don't, but it's also coupled with this awareness that they're there um, and, and I get a sense of who these individuals are. Um, and and yeah, so so other people were able to kind of describe the same things and, and I was like, Yes, like, it's not just me. <laughs> I'm not the only one. You know, may, if, if we're crazy, at least it's not just me and we're all crazy. But so that was really cool. But anyways, for me in particular, my first meditation, I'm trying to think. It was, it was really relaxing and I found myself back in one of the, um, in one of the places I visit a lot in my dreams and my astral travels. So it's this Hawaiian... I. I, I say Hawaiian, but it's really just a tropical bay. I don't know if it is a particular place, but I see, I always see this beach um, with a mountain in the background. It's kind of um, like a bay, so like an inlet with mountains kind of surrounding the bay. 
And I always see myself in these like crystal blue turquoise kind of waters. And, and, and it's, I, I'm hesitant to call it like a, a crystal or like a, that turquoise kind of cyan color because it's a color that I can't even really describe. There's clarity to it, if that makes any sense. It's as if like you were looking at like the color turquoise or cyan, but lifting a veil that has always been over it and we just haven't known. Like there's a sharp clarity to it. It just like you can breathe it in almost. It's, it's, that's what it is. Okay. <laughs> So I saw myself there during the first meditation, um, doing a lot of healing uh, work in the uh, astral plane. Um, one of my guides that I see a lot in that particular place was there, and she was kind of instructing me to relax a bit because I'm always kind of gung-ho, like, oh, I want to go places, like, let's go see what we can experience next kind of thing. But she's like... You just need to relax and receive this time. Just receive this healing energy kind of stuff. So it kind of faded from that then into me seeing myself in the room that I was, you know, in our classroom through my third eye this time. It wasn't on that astral plane. It was through my third eye now that I saw myself sitting in the classroom meditating and I saw it from like, you know, a, a different perspective. It, it almost as if I were looking at myself from above and below and then through my real eyes and just all sorts of different perspectives. But I could see myself sitting and I could see my team, my spirit team, as I call them, surrounding me. So for me, that includes a couple different guides that I'm familiar with. And, and, um... I know that there are three angels that are with me and I could also kind of see everybody else's teams in the room as well. And I wasn't able to, I don't know if it was just because I, I wasn't focusing on their faces or not, but it was more like just seeing different figures in the room around me and having that awareness that everybody else's team was there too. And it was just this, this strong, overwhelming feeling of, wow, there's so much support here. There's so much positivity here and love and it was just it was a cool cool experience so and throughout these kinds of meditations that I have um my <laughs> again sounds kind of crazy but again I got validation for it later but when I meditate like this I I physically twitch like crazy my eyes flutter um, it, I mean, it's, it's, it's weird. It's scary looking, I feel like, but my, my face twitches, my eyes flutter as if I'm in a really intense REM sleep cycle, kind of. Um, and then for me, my left index finger twitches in a way that I can't necessarily make myself do like on command, like right now I'm trying to make it twitch that way. And it doesn't, it only does it when I know that my spirit team is nearby or trying to communicate some sort of psychic information. So, so I had that whole body twitching kind of stuff going on during this meditation. And later afterwards found out that that's, 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 you know, that's, that's how it works. Like for some people, like as a spirit channel myself, um, that's just, you know, it's, it's feeling those electrical impulses kind of downloading in and it, that's my understanding. I haven't looked too much into the whys behind that, but I at least know <laughs> that people all across the spiritual community, um, can kind of relate to that. So 
So that was like the first meditation and it was a good one. It was it was it was nice because I was trying to fight it, but it was forced to kind of just stay in the same place and just relax a bit and just receive kind of the the good vibes and and so that was something that I definitely needed. I kept seeing very vividly that turquoisey cyan kind of color um, through my third eye kind of visual plane. And yeah, so that was that. And then the, the second meditation, the second meditation was groundbreaking for me. It was definitely an experience that I will refer back to over and over again, I think. It was it was it was a turning point for me. So and I've kind of had this um, realization through through my own thoughts, but I hadn't seen it visually yet. So when I go to sleep at night, I astral travel a lot, like I said. And I, and again I use that a little lightly because my understanding of astral travel is that you, you know, you travel different places and, and on, the, on the astral plane. And while I see myself in lots of different varying places, it, it feels a little different. I'm not sure exactly the correct terminology for this, but let me just explain anyway. So when I go to sleep, when I meditate, I see myself in these very different places and it is just as real as real life. So um, you know, I'm, I'm in a meditative, almost trance-like state, and it's very easy for me to slip into this state. And I open my eyes on the other side, and it's as if it's real. It's more vivid than a dream. Like, I can tell there are different um, levels of dreams, and the ones that we're all, you know, across the world really familiar with are, like, those um, level one, level two dreams about. And I can tell the difference between, like, a normal dream and then these experiences, they are so crystal clear and so sensory overload. Like it's and it's me experiencing everything um, all at once. <laughs> I'm trying to figure out the best way to describe this. But for instance, if I'm like sitting in a meadow, I can see little flashes like little close-ups of, you know, the grass blades brushing my knees and the wind blowing, you know, across my neck. And I can see an ant like crawling, um, you know, to my left two inches. And, and it's all very, very detailed. Every single scene is so detailed, like so detailed. You can see the contrast. You can see all the shadows. You can see um, you can feel the heat and exactly the direction that the heat's radiating from. And it's it's intense. It's very crystal clear for me. Um, very clear. And I have these places that I've, I've visited multiple times. Like I mentioned, that bay, that tropical bay is one of them. That's kind of my safe place. That's where I met one of my guides. And um, that's a place I go to quite a bit. But... In this second meditation, I saw, it, it was as if I was looking, this is gonna be hard to explain without, you know, you guys being able to see kind of the image I'm drawing, but it was as if I was standing on the outside, okay? And before me, I could see like little, um, say movie clips, okay? So like little teeny tiny stretches 
of like little screens, okay, um, playing out different scenes. And for instance, one of those little teeny tiny blips in the space before me was the the bay, the Hawaiian bay that I mentioned. And one of them, you know, off somewhere else, like to the side and above me, was um, this place I've been to quite a few times. I wrote about it on the blog. It's it's a it's a it's a place with a lot of um, women, spiritual women that I think I work with on the other side, and they all do this Tibetan singing bowl jam. And so that little scene was playing out, you know, somewhere else, and I could see a really small, like a little TV screen almost. Um, but they looked like little stretches of film. And there were all sorts of these different scenes, if you want to call it, okay? Um, just kind of sporadically dotted about this space before me with like a vast black background, you know? Like, it wasn't like I was in a room or anything. It was just emptiness with these little blips and scenes before me. So... <sighs> And I had this awareness that some of those places I've been to and some of them I haven't been to. And I knew that if I wanted to, I could tap in to each and every one and plug myself into that reality and experience it as vividly as I mentioned before. So I was on the outside, but I was able to see all of these different um, clips, these different scenes that were playing out in real time, even though I don't think that there is, time is just a made up thing, but anyways, <laughs> I could see all those things and I could know that I could plug in um, if I wanted to. I could, I could hop into any of those scenes if I wanted to. And then with that understanding, I saw all of the different um, screens and scenes and blips, you know. I saw them all kind of move towards the center right in front of me into one clear vertical line. And I could hear my team, like I can actually hear it in my head. I can hear like what they say. I heard them, you know, describing that, you, you know, you're right. Everything is, it just is. There's no time. There's no past, present, future. You know, there are infinite timelines, um, diff infinite realities. And you're able to tap into wherever you want to go on that line. They all converge. There is not all it just is one <laughs> if that makes any sense and if you want to i'd love to one day hop into the the um the physics behind this because this kind of describes string theory um a lot of this is tied into quantum mechanics and i'm very interested in all of those topics and how all of that very closely relates to what i'm describing now on a psychic level so it's just very interesting stuff and that was kind of like a light bulb meditation for me because it was the first time I was able to visualize, you know, the ideas I had been having. And for me, when I can visualize it, it's, it's, it's solid. It actually makes sense for me and I can move on to the next topic. So, all right, guys, and I have to stop this here as I was recording. Um, it started to get longer and longer and I was starting to get into over like an hour long. So um, I'm going to break all of this uh, weekend up into four parts, I think. So this is going to be part one of what I believe is going to be a four part series um, talking about just all the things that happened over this weekend and all the topics involved. So thank you so much for listening to this first part of this four part series. Uh, the second part of this podcast series is going to cover the second half of that first day that I had um, 
in my Reiki training and it gets a little more involved. I actually am going to talk about, you know, my experiences giving Reiki and receiving Reiki. And when I received Reiki, I had a pretty hardcore emotional breakthrough. So uh, stay tuned for that. But also look forward to part three and four because those are going to cover my second day of training. And that day was pretty phenomenal and groundbreaking for me. So I experienced a lot more on like a, a psychic kind of plane. Um, it was just, it, it was pretty incredible. The amount of validations that came through and just, I feel like parts of my third eye have really opened up. Um, it, it already felt pretty open with some of the things that, you know, I, I do and practice, but something shifted and released and it's, it's kind of gone to a whole new level and I'm just working on exploring that and developing that. And I just, yeah. So wherever you're listening to this, um, please, I, I really appreciate it. If you, if you liked this, if you don't like it, don't do it. But if you liked this podcast, give it a like or hi, or rate it and leave me a comment. I love connecting with you guys because I just talk to a microphone or write up a blog post, you know, at my desk here. And so it's really, really encouraging and motivating um, and fun to get some feedback from you guys and connect with you. I love, that's like my favorite part, just connecting with you guys over these topics. So, so yeah, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys for part two. Bye.